This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is titled, Overcoming Rejection. Rejection has a purpose and a meaning, so we must learn to see rejection from God's perspective. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Grab your Bibles while you're standing or sitting or wherever you are. Just grab your Bibles, and I'm going to read uh, this again uh, from Isaiah 53 that Minister Sumner read already. But here's what it says, verse 1, Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and has a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Verse 3, here's where I want to spend my time today. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Go ahead, say despised. I want to talk about overcoming rejection. You can be seated. I am persuaded that David was, in spite of all of his issues and challenges in life, he was a good man. The Bible says he's a man with a heart after God. But a careful examination of his life, we see some challenging moments and some challenging things that he did. We see him uh, just doing some things that are ungodly. We see him... uh, killing the murderer of Saul. We see him committing adultery and having the husband of the woman whom he committed adultery with killed. We see this man with some questionable behaviors. But I am, I am encouraged to know that we serve a God that regardless of your failures in your past, he's a God that will give you another chance at life. Yeah, he, 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 he praised the Lord and give God the glory and give God the honor that God gave him another chance at life. But what I see happening in the life of David is an interesting, interesting thread of events. And I wanted to spend some time and talk about this matter because throughout the course of his life, he finds himself being rejected. I think the young people would say he got dissed. That might be an old thing that they used to say. But, you know, I can't keep up with all the, what the young people be saying. You know, they, they come up with new terms all the time. What's the term now, today? I don't know what it is. Canceled? Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, they, they, canceled, yeah, unfollowed. Uh, but it all boils down to rejection. Played, turned down, found insulted, disrespected, criticized. Uh, somebody will insult you or find fault with you. And I'm sure that any of us here today who have lived any level of life have found yourself feeling these feelings, experiencing these challenges, being sidetracked, rebuffed, ignored, denied, deserted, forsaken, jilted, refused, shunned, dropped, abandoned, rebuffed, 
All you got to do is keep on living and you are bound to have this as a part of your journey somewhere in life. Many of you are square pegs trying to be pushed into a round hole. And you have wondered, why would God allow you to be treated this way? Somehow, somehow, some way in the course of life, we have somehow adopted a mentality. Okay, I don't know who's trying to preach alongside me. I, I don't think I've needed help in 32 years. I don't think I need any help today. I do need some help. Y'all come on and help me preach today. He had a series of rejections. And I want to talk to somebody today who may feel dissed, rejected, pushed to the side, unacknowledged. I want to try to get you an understanding of, under, I want you to understand that rejection has a purpose and it has a meaning and I feel pressed of God and I'm feeling encouraged by God to talk to you today about this and I want to challenge you today to understand there's purpose in your rejection. Let me begin by just taking a look at the course of David's life. His life starts off being, number one, rejected by his family. He was rejected, first of all, in 1 Samuel 16. By the way, I'm, I'm going to give you these verses, and I'm not going to read all these verses, but I'm hoping that you will make note of them. And in your own private time and devotion, spend some time going through and reading these stories. He was rejected by his family, 1 Samuel 16, verses 6 through 11. He was rejected, first of all, by his father. His father rejected him. When, when Samuel, the prophet, came looking for the next king to anoint, God told him that the next king was in Jesse's house. And so when he went to Jesse's house and called upon Jesse, Jesse called all of his sons before Samuel to see which one would be the next king, all except David. As a matter of fact, the, t the scripture says he marched his sons twice before Samuel, and on each occasion... Samuel said, that's not the one. Surely there must be another. In other words, Jesse canceled out and rejected the idea that David could even be considered as the king. Some of y'all today have had those experiences where people think that you can't do certain things. Some of you have been uh, pushed to the side and maybe somebody in your family or maybe even your parents thought low of you and said words to you had, that would try to lead you to believe that nothing would ever become of your life. But I have a assignment here to tell you that there's a message behind your rejection. He didn't only get rejected by his father, but he also got rejected by his brothers. In 1 Samuel 17, all of these verses, initial verses I'm going to give you are in 1 Samuel. In chapter 17, he got rejected by his brothers. When his father uh, told David to go down to the battlefield where his brothers were all in the army, and he went down there and told him to go and see how your brothers are doing and take them some bread, he went down and, and took, the, took the bread and inquired, and when his brothers saw him, 
they rejected him. They said, what are you doing here? You don't belong down here. You're too young. You're too this. You're too that. His brothers rejected and dismissed him. Didn't stop there. David eventually got a job. And not only did he get dis dis rejected by his family, he also got rejected on his job. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but somebody you didn't get accepted on your job. David had a job with the king. He, he played the harp for the king. And on multiple occasions, the king, his boss, his supervisor, his chief, the person he served, rejected him. In 1 Samuel 17, the king uh, dismissed him uh, when uh, David would go out and be willing to fight against Goliath when the rest of the army was unwilling to go. Uh, the Bible says that uh, the king said to him, you're too young. Some of you have been rejected because you're not old enough. <laughs> uh, or, or, or maybe you're too old. <laughs> Excuse me for a second here. Uh, whatever reason, but here the king uh, rejected him and got angry with David when David found himself uh, being celebrated by the people because he killed Goliath. And when the, 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 the crowd saw David, they began to sing his praises. And from that point on, the king tried to kill David. He sent a posse against him and tried to take him out. Somebody here needs to recognize that just because you've achieved some great things and other folks don't accept you, recognize everybody's not going to accept you and what you have accomplished. They're going to try to get you fired. They're going to try to get you pushed off the course. They're going to not consider you. I don't know who I'm talking to today. They're going to write you. If we just leave everything where it is, we're going to be okay. Everything's working fine right now. Somebody says it's working fine right now. Leave it where it is. I think, can y'all hear choir? Oh, by the way, we got a choir in the house. Can I say amen for the choir? Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, I know they were trying to fix it because they heard that y'all couldn't hear. That's probably why they had all that noise going on while the pastor trying to preach. We should try to do this and get it done before service starts. Go ahead, pastor. I'm just, I'm just saying... Ain't kicking nobody to the curb, ain't calling no name, ain't trying to reject nobody, am trying to get somebody to keep their job though, I'm just saying. He, he got rejected by his king. And then he finds himself on the, on the run, on, uh, running, trying to escape. And he's on the run and he, he winds up running into a cave. And in the cave are a group of rejected men. Discontent, in debt, dismissed men. They themselves are rejects. David runs in there and immediately they elect him to be their leader. So now he's hanging out with a, boot, a group of rejects. He is a reject who has joined the reject ministry. They're in the cave, and finally he helps them find a job. They become employed in the Philistine army. I don't know if y'all recognize that. They, they become employed by the army 
of the people whose giant he killed. In other words, he's joined, he's taken this men of rejects and they have joined the enemy's army. And there's soldiers in this army. Are y'all still with me? Have I lost you yet? He and these rejects join the army and they are about as an army, they are about to fight against Israel, against his brothers, his family. And when the general of the Philistine army is inspecting his soldiers, he sees these Jews in his army. He sees these Israelites that are part of his army. He said, oh no, y'all can't go into this battle with us. Y'all might switch up and change your mind. And he relieves David and the rejects from their, from their duties. They get fired from their job. Here he gets rejected again. When they get back to their city and back to their camp, they see that the city is burnt with fire. It's been destroyed. Their wives and children have been taken captive. They've been taken captive and have dis they're gone. And the men begin to cry. As a matter of fact, the Bible says they cried until they had no more tears to cry. And while they are weeping and crying, and while they are weeping and crying, while they are weeping and crying, the men sought and thought among themselves about stoning David. Now they have rejected their leader. You in bad shape when you get rejected by the rejects. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but somebody's been rejected. He's been rejected by the rejects. He's, he's now pushed to the side. He got rejected by his own army of men. I wish I had a praying crowd with me somewhere in this camp. He got rejected. And then he got rejected by his wife. I knew I'd get some amens on that point right there. In 2 Samuel chapter 16, he finds his wife rejecting him. For when David brought the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem, he danced before the Lord with all of his might. He was excited that he was able to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to where it belonged. But as he watched, marched into the city with the Ark of the Covenant, he began to dance until he danced out of his clothes. And as he danced before the Lord, his wife, the scripture says, despised him. She dissed him. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying to you today. She said to him when he walked in the house after all of his dancing and all of his celebrating, she said to him, you sure made a fool of yourself today. Out there dancing out of your clothes with all that excitement and stuff. You sure made a fool of yourself. But I love David's response. If you thought I was footloose and fancy free today, wait till you see me dance the next time I dance. Somebody ought to not be ashamed. People going to diss you just because you worship God. Just because you open your mouth. They're not going to like you giving God praise. They're not going to celebrate the fact that you gave God the praise. But hold up. I got to tell y'all something today. After every one of these dissed moments and reject moments in David's life, something significant happened. I'm glad you asked me that question because after his father dissed him, Samuel, David eventually, uh, Jesse eventually bought David out before Samuel and Samuel said, this is the one. He gonna be the next king and he anointed him with oil. Y'all missing a great spot to say amen. What I'm trying to tell you is this. 
after he got rejected, the oil of anointing was flowed upon him to be the next king. Somebody better get excited. When somebody rejects you, the oil is about to flow on you. After his brothers rejected him, he went out and killed Goliath. Y'all better get excited. Some giant that shows up in your life, you about to take it down after you got rejected. When King Saul rejected him, the scripture says this in 1 Samuel 18, 14, write it down. After Saul rejected him and chased him and tried to kill him, the Bible says this, God was with him. Y'all just don't hear me. That's what I want more than anything in life is for God to be with me. You can walk away from me. You can reject me. You cannot like me. But as long as God is with me, I can take on the world and live my life. After David was dissed by the Philistines and dissed by his own men, David recovered everything. He got it all back. He went and found his wives and children and got his stuff back. I don't know who I'm preaching to, 1 Samuel 30. Say he got it all back. I don't know who you are, but you have gone through some rejection, but you're about to get your family back. You're about to get your children back. You're about to get your name back. You're about to get your reputation back. You're about to get your anointing back. You're about to get your destiny back. You're about to get your reputation back. You're going to get back everything the devil took. You are about to get it back. God's about to give you your dance back, your shout back, your promise back. When you get dissed by men, it means two things. It means, when you get dissed, here's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm finished. I'm coming to a close. When you get dissed by men, it means you have a special purpose or destiny in your life. Write that down. It means it is a hidden message of a special purpose that God has for your life. Don't cry about your challenges. Don't weep because somebody didn't choose you. Don't be upset because you got pushed to the side. It's all right. Y'all excuse me for a second. God has a special assignment for you. And he don't want nobody to try to take credit for making you who you are. It's a special assignment that God has for you. And he just wants you to recognize that he don't want you to fit in. By the way, here's the second thing when you get rejected. You in some good company. Moses got dissed by Pharaoh. Joseph got dissed by his brothers and sold into slavery. Paul got dissed by the early church and not accepted as an apostle. Jesus was dismissed, despised, and rejected of men, a man acquainted with sorrow, the text tells us here today. Rejected by men, and he was, he was despised. Twice in verse 3, it says he got dis despised. Twice it says he, he got pushed to the curb. He was despised and rejected by men, but guess what? He got raised from the dead. 
I don't know who I'm preaching to. You might have been dissed, disliked, disdained, dismissed, dismayed, disappointed, discarded, disavowed, disinherited, discounted, disapproved, disadvantaged, discharged, despaired, disconnected. But if you are dissed by men, it means you are about to be discovered by God. Air high five somebody. I, I was going to say high five somebody, but air five somebody. And tell them I'm about to be discovered. He's about to diss the cover that's been on me. <laughs> he about to diss the cover because he's kept me hidden. I'm looking back over my life and I'm telling somebody, don't cry, lift up your heads. Your, your being dissed is just God's way of keeping you protected until the time of your season comes to pass. He has a purpose for your life. He loves you. And though people reject you, God's simply trying to tell you, hold on until your time comes. When I was growing up, I got dissed by girls, dissed by sports teams, dissed by churches, dissed on my job, dissed by friends. I didn't get invited to the parties. They didn't come to mind, my party. But look at me now. <laughs> Somebody help me give God praise. Somebody help me give God a thanks. Because the people who rejected me as a teenager and didn't invite me to their parties, now they come to my party that I have every Sunday morning. Come out of somebody. And all those churches who didn't want me to be their pastor, look at me now. <laughs> I wish I had a praying crowd with me. I wish I had somebody saying something to me today. I feel a shout down in my sanctified soul that God kept me covered until he would unveil me, until he brought me to the light, until my season came. And all I'm telling you to do is hold on until your time to be elevated comes to pass, until your time to be unveiled is manifested. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up ye everlasting doors. The King of glory is coming in and your time is just around the corner. He doesn't want nobody else to get the credit. When he takes the cover off, you'll know and they'll know only God could have brought you where you are today. Who am I preaching to today? Who is this message for? All I'm trying to tell you today is just like Jesus, you might be dissed, but God is about to discover you. Somebody help me give God some praise. Hallelujah! Hey! I'm shouting and giving them the praise. All I'm trying to do is tell you, 
recognize when they reject you, God loves you. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. When you are rejected by men, you will be discovered by God. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.